Anybody with a social media account knows what a meme is. Today, I'm here with Nidhi to dig deeper into this meme business. Hey, how are you? I'm good. It's great to be here. And I'm excited to talk more about the meme business, as you mentioned. So what exactly is a meme? So a meme is an idea, behavior, or a style that spreads by means of imitation from person to person within a culture and often carries symbolic meaning representing a particular phenomenon or theme. Right. So if I'm hearing this correctly, memes are influenced by person to person and from meme, one meme to another, right? Then can there actually be an IV protection issue found by using memes? Would it or wouldn't it be freely available to you since it, you know, it's meant to spread from person to person? See, the most important piece of law to meme creators is the fair use doctrine. Part of the Copyright Act, the, the fair use doctrine codifies into law the idea that you can, in fact, take someone's original work without permission and lays out four factors to determine when doing so is acceptable. A being purpose and character of the derivative work. This is the most important part of any question of fair use. And it's a broad question. Purpose and character has long been held to refer to the degree of transformation between original and derivative work. The idea of transformation really comes down to two big questions. So has the material you took from the original work been transformed by adding new expression or meaning? And has the value added to the original work in the form of a new insight or meaning? To put it more simply, have you done something other than republish or repackage the original work? If you've added new insight or meaning to an original work, you're probably in the clear. And B being nature of the original copyrighted work. Nature of the work generally refers to whether a copyrighted work is factual or creative. However, because memes generally use actual photographs, determining when a photograph is factual or creative gets a little bit trickier. The boyfriend looking away meme, for instance, you must have seen, is more likely to be considered a creative work because the stock photographer conceptualized and staged the photo himself. But the photographer, for instance, who snapped LeBron freaking out at J.R. Smith during the NBA Finals would probably be considered to have created a factual work because he was simply engaged in what one court has termed quintessential photojournalism. You have much more leeway to copy from a factual work than you do from a creative one, which is a helpful fact to keep in your back pocket for the, for the next time in, in next time an Instagram commenter accuses you of infringement. Third being amount and substantiality of original work used in the derivative work. Let's say for meme purposes, this factor is probably the least important because to create a meme, you are generally using the entirety of a photograph. But fair use cases have been both won and lost on this factor. So we're going to talk about what amount and substantiality of the work actually means. The most important thing to know is that it does not only refer to size. Think of a Grammy award winning hit, Smooth, you must have heard of it, yeah. by Carlos Santana, Feed Bo- Rob Thomas. Even just using Santana's infamous guitar intro, even though it's just a fraction of the song, would be infringement because it's such an integral piece of the song and it's so recognizable. Anybody would have heard it. This is what amount and substantiality refers to. In general, however, the less you use 
copyrighted work, the more it's likely to be considered fair. And the fourth point being, if I, a, lo- a lowly law student, had to guess, this element would be of the utmost importance if meme infringement ever makes its way to the courts. The question this factor asks is whether you use has whether your use has deprived the copyright holder of potential income or undermines a new or potential market for the copyrighted content. Let's say for an example you run a meme account that's fairly popular but hasn't reached the level of virality as say two accounts that boast millions of followers and have thus been able to monetize. They steal, and they steal one of your memes because their income is contingent on being able to continually post popular content. And by posting your meme to, the, to their account, they, must have, they have likely denied you of the ability to monetize your own content because the followers you could have otherwise gained instead went to the already established account. But because the market for decentralized content is still so nebulous, and unestablished, you may be best leaving this factor off the table when you enter into a comment war about fair use. Now, why exactly are memes copyrighted, prote- copyright protected, but reposting them isn't? See, this is the question at the heart of the fair use doctrine. When you, a meme content, a meme meme creator, uses a photo that someone else has taken, you're not simply posting the photo to your account. You're also overlaying text on the photo or altering it in some way. All the things that transform the original nature of the work and will thus likely qualify as fair use. But then, someone who then takes an already created meme and posts it without any transformation is simply reposting. There is no commentary or criticism or parody. Simple reposting adds no additional expression to an original work. Well, this was a very good talk. Hoping you'd come back again with more. Thank you to our listeners for this podcast. Thank you for having me here.